0: Oh. And welcome back to another episode of Thanos to Theos. We're a podcast for youth and student workers committed to reaching teens with the gospel, featuring conversations ranging from comics and culture to theology and ministry. And we're part of the Rooted family of podcasts, which includes Ask Alice, All About Boys, and the Rooted Youth Ministry podcast. And we love our partnership with Rooted. Rooted is a ministry that's focused on advancing gospel-centered youth ministry. So if you want to learn more, please do check out our website, www.rootedministry.com. I'm your host, Clark Phobes, and these are my co-hosts. I'm Mike McGarry. And I'm Kevin Yee. All right, so it's been a minute since we've uploaded an episode, uh, since we, a lot of us took a break, given the holidays and the COVID spike, especially for us out here in California.
1: Yeah, life happens.
0: Life happens. <laughs> but for this particular episode, we wanted to talk about the all the hype surrounding the new series, WandaVision. WandaVision! Which just dropped... Yeah. I believe MCU like the mid season, right? The mid season. Oh, it's so good. Uh, four out of the 8 episodes are out and so uh we wanted to really talk about this and give our own predictions. So, let's just start off first guys with your initial impressions as you're watching the show these first this first half of the season.
1: All right. So, first episode drops and I'm like absolutely pumped. First thing in the morning, Fridays are my day off. So, I'm like, yes, I am so doing this. And I grab my cup of coffee, go down to the television, turn it on. The MCU theme starts playing, and I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be awesome!" Yeah. And then it starts, and it's all like Dick Van Dyke and
0: (laughs) be with Lucy,
1: and I love Lucy. And I'm like, "What the heck is this?" (laughs) I was like, I watched these shows on reruns growing up and loved them. Um, (laughs) But I was like. I don't understand, and I'm going to keep watching this show because it's Marvel, and I trust them, and I know yes. that this is not all that it will be, but it's yes. just super weird. Like, I don't understand what's happening, but now with episode four
0: under our belt, I'm like, this is awesome, and yeah. I'm so in. <laughs> and I'll I'll go next, too, because I had a similar reaction as Mike. I. Same thing. I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's finally here! I've been yes. waiting like eight months for this, and it's finally out." All the pushing back of Black Widow will be worth it because of this show. And then I watched <laughs> and then it,
1: it. Starts off, all, and
0: funky. it's like twenty minutes of a old school sitcom, <laughs> and then it ends with that, you know, that like post credit scene, which looks like an intro credit scene to a Marvel movie. And I was like, "Oh, okay, so now the show is really gonna start," and then it ended. <laughs> And then episode three comes, and it's still more like... Well, and then episode two, I, I I was watching with my wife, and I was like, well, maybe this is why they released two episodes for the first week, because this is just a primer, and the real show will start in episode two. Watched episode two, same thing. And I remember sitting there thinking, like, what the heck? I waited eight months for this? This better pay off or else I don't know how I can get through eight episodes of this. Yeah. You guys are too impatient. You guys need to be well, present with the with the ride. But I oh. will say once episode 3 and 4 dropped it was just like this is worth it. Yeah, this is so three, worth it.
1: You could see the payoff coming. Yes.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm glad they they dropped two episodes at once though for yeah, sure yeah, because yeah. Same. the wait in between the episodes is excruciating it is um yeah so watching those first two episodes i mean for sure i think it's definitely like a showcase of like this is marvel doing tv so right. we are gonna tell longer form stories right um so you do have to have more patience they're gonna go a different way about it yeah and that's yeah. the kind of pacing we haven't seen from yes. the mcu so i think that's also what makes it a little bit like what the heck is happening here but um i i will say like when the Avengers movies came out, especially uh, Age of Ultron, I think my favorite scenes from the movies is after they, um, the beginning, when they they get the um, Loki scepter back and then they're celebrating in Avengers Tower. Like just the Avengers like hanging out, Uh like those are my favorite scenes, right? (laughs) Because it's like, you're just there to see these guys hang out, be friends, and have this, yeah, have this sort of those relationships. And it's weird in a weird way, like, you get a little bit of that sense of what's going on with between Wanda and Vision. Because, I mean, their romance is so it's so shortchanged in the movies because you get, like, Short-lived. five minutes. Yeah, right? yeah. And then the idea that you're supposed to be super invested in Vision's death at the end of Infinity War, it's like... I mean, it's there because you know these characters, right, but, but it's not really not there. Much... It hasn't been established at
0: all. Yeah, not as much as... So I mean spoilers, by now if you haven't seen EndGame then <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but you know, like when Black Widow dies, you're just like what? She was one Wait, of the Black like Black Widow dies. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's very much an emotional investment in that character versus those Vision, it Yeah,
2: but those were a lot of the criticisms at the time. Right, Like, right, these movies right. are awesome, but, like, you shortchanged Black Widow. You shortchanged Wanda and Vision. We barely got to see all that. So I feel like this is definitely a good opportunity to go back and yeah, uh, yeah. invest in those characters. So in that sense, like, man, because uh, I saw it Thursday at Midnight. Uh, that first episode, like, I just couldn't wait. And I was like, all right, Thursday, midnight is dropping. Like, I'm watching this. And, like, when the Marvel Studios, you know, the logo comes up and the music hits, like, I was like, this is the greatest thing.
0: Yeah. Well, we, we just we... celebrated the birth of Jesus. Yeah. But, man, my sinful heart is enjoying this a lot more. Well, and also because we haven't seen that, you know, intro title since before the pandemic. Yeah. For, for something yeah. new, at least. Right, right, right. So it's been almost a it's year. It's all
2: updated with endgame footage and yes. everything. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. They even did that whole Black Panther sequence where yeah. it's right. all Black Panthers yep. for, for a hot second. Yeah, that's... Yep. That, yeah, so, like, I noticed all that stuff. I was just like, I'm going to absorb everything. Yeah. And then by the time the second episode was over. I was just like, What are we watching? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> but I will say, I think, in terms of like the sitcom trope, like all the reviews leading up to it were basically like, Oh, they did such a good job, like going back and like really capturing the spirit of these sitcoms and blah, blah, blah. But I think the thing that I was most impressed with was really um, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Metney.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, man,
2: they're phenomenal actors. They like, really yeah. are the way that they sold the whole concept and and then when like a little bit of reality breaks in and then they like pause and they like start to freak out a little bit like you buy all of that like they yeah. do Her such a good facial job of flipping. expressions are incredible. she's really good yes and
1: the way she switches yeah. between like i dream of genie
2: to like just like no
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like oh
2: so yeah. good like yeah. that second episode when the beekeepers the yep. beekeeper yeah, yeah, yeah. guy comes so out about, yeah and then she's just like no and then you reverse you like yeah, that yeah, yeah. was when you're just like oh my gosh like what is this and or how, even the third go? one when visions all like i don't think something's
1: right and then yeah. everyone wonders what's wrong with their internet connection for the right, streaming it service just, yeah like, and then everything just rewinds you're like oh she just did that
2: yeah <laughs> That was interesting in the third episode, because you didn't get the rewind effect. It just like, right. glitched it just when stopped. he was Switched, questioning yeah. the pregnancy and stuff. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was crazy.
0: Yeah. Okay, so so Mike, you're... I mean, this is kind of shameful of us, but you're the only one that read House of M.
1: I can't believe you guys... <laughs> I know, I know, House I know. I know.
0: I, that will be oh my God. project... No, seriously, guys. ...during my paternity leave. Oh. <laughs> I downloaded it, so... <laughs> so, but, but because... You know, there was a lot of criticism when those first two episodes dropped from the general public. But a lot of comics fans are saying, just wait, because it's following the House of oh, M yeah. plot line. Like, it will definitely yeah. pay off. So can you explain to us a little bit those those parallels that you see and, uh, and maybe even start to anticipate a little bit of where you see this going?
1: Um, okay. So first off, caveat. I, I read House of M like two years ago. So, I'm working off of memory. So, anyone who has read it recently and criticizes details I get wrong, have some grace. (laughs) Um, But Wanda, so Wanda and Pietro are Magneto's kids, right? So, they're his long lost twin kids. And then eventually, you know, they reveal, hey, surprise, Magneto's your dad. Um, And then Pietro dies, and Wanda just loses it. Like, she goes full out mental. And can't handle her life and anything in reality, and she says, no more mutants. And she's so stinking powerful that she just wipes, like, 99% of mutants out of existence or something crazy like that. There's only a few hundred mutants left in the entire world. Of course, Wolverine's one of them, because, you know, Wolverine. (laughs) Yeah. But it's it's just so funny, like, he's always around. He's he's unfazed by anything. He's such a cash cow. Yes. Um. He will
2: always survive.
1: Yes. (laughs) Always. Um, But she wipes out just with three words, no more mutants. Um, And all mutants, there are no more mutants born. Most mutants just disappear and are dead. And then the remaining are trying to figure out what do we do? She sets up shop. Magneto creates the house of M where he takes her into like some castle where she's created this alternative reality. and he's caring for her. and Professor X and the remaining X-Men basically go and confront Magneto and Scarlet Witch to set things
2: right again. So the reality, this reality in House of M, not in yeah. WandaVision, because we don't really know yet. Right. Because even after episode four, there's still questions about. Right. Like, and by the reality, way, we,
0: major spoilers from here on out up uh, to episode four, duh. if you haven't watched it yet. So pause and go watch before you listen to this. All right, continue.
2: So the question is, in House of M, who's, who's responsible ultimately for creating this reality? Wanda. It's, it has nothing to do with Magneto. So he's, um, not, he's not exhibiting any outside some,
1: pressure, um, anything like Magneto's that. Magneto's, like, defending her because he's Magneto, so he can do anything he wants. But he, he is more protecting and defending her. Okay. So House
2: of M is exclusively, then, a Wanda story. It's not like mm, well, there's another not, I,
1: exclusively villain or is something. Strong. Exclusively is strong.
0: It's Ma- it's Magneto and Wanda. Okay. Wanda's at, like, the center of it all, but it has yeah. to do with all the mutants. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm asking if anyone's pulling the strings. Besides Wanda. Um, if anyone was, it would be Magneto. Got it. But that's more of like a personal manipulation. It's not like he's yeah. controlling I mean, he her He doesn't anyway. have the
1: power to do that.
2: So my prediction
1: is that they're going to do a, re- a reverse House of M. Right. And that because Wanda's power in the MCU comes from the Mind Stone, which fueled Vision, which was... she's that she's going to use her power to resurrect him and in doing so she will create mutants instead of destroying and wiping out mutants so i think that in the the doctor strange multiverse of madness i think wanda is the madness creating the multiverse and that's why in episode four um what what, darcy right yeah, darcy, darcy detected right? all sorts mm-hmm. of like big bang type of radiation stuff because wanda's creating portals f- into different multiverses multiverse. in the west westview westfield whatever
2: Westfield is a mall
1: right so whatever <laughs> so i think that that this what we're watching is an intro of the multiverse that wanda's bringing the multiverse into earth Doctor Strange is going to fight her because she's now the bad guy. And then in the meantime of Multiverse of Madness, Wanda's is going to resuscitate somehow with her powers, vision, and then become the mother of mutants. Boom. That's my
2: prediction. All right. There's a lot of components there that you can get wrong. I have
1: thought this through. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we are actually, let's, let's talk a little bit about a, um, a wager that we've got going on in terms of our predictions. Because the idea is, we we talked about this offline, but the idea is, whoever is furthest away from what the show ultimately reveals is going to have to watch a movie that the other two pick for that person. I think we should just
1: make Kevin rewatch Joker over
0: and over.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm gonna be wrong.
0: I'm pretty confident in what I think is going to happen too. Oh, so you're saying it's going to be me cuz Mike says he's not going to be wrong. Yeah, I, I think know. Mike's going to be I, wrong.
2: I, I think this is leading into the multiverse. I think
1: Okay. I think she is she is heralding the multiverse and she is going to be the bad she
0: is the madness in the Doctor okay. Strange movie. All right, Kevin, what's your since you don't think you're going to be wrong, what is your prediction here?
2: I don't think the mutants are going to be introduced. I think it's still too early. I think the timeline of like when they're planning all of this stuff out Was still because, like you know, we know the timeline of when the Fox Disney deal happened, and I feel like I feel like it's too early. It's too early. I don't think
1: mutants are coming after this. No, no, no. I know. I think we'll start seeing traces of mutants popping up slowly after the Doctor Strange thing because of what Wanda does in the Doctor Strange movie.
2: Wait, wait. If the word mutant is not spoken. But like anywhere throughout this series, then you can't win, right? Because <laughs> no, they have I'm to No, I'm stay speaking mutants. in the bigger
1: picture. I'm saying in the, in, the, in the bigger picture. So my WandaVision prediction is it, that uh, she's creating the multi, she is bringing in the multiverse and that she will then be the protagonist in the Doctor Strange movie because of what happens in the WandaVision series. But will there be mutants? No. I guess the, the my my mutant prediction with Wanda is farther down the line.
2: Okay. So so at the end of WandaVision, there won't be a mention of the word mutants? No. Okay. So ju- you're just talking about multiverse. You're going yeah, to wouldn't claim do, on multiverse. Yeah, they wouldn't okay. do
1: mutants in a TV series. That's right. going to happen in a movie. All right. I'm just saying in the bigger picture of things, I think this is bringing in... A reverse House of M thing for Wanda's storyline in this phase, not just
2: in this particular series. All right. Well, I'm with you on that. I don't think mutants are going to be mentioned in this show. I think it's still too early. They may retcon WandaVision to be the start of mutants. They could do that without mentioning the word mutants in this show, but I don't think that's going to happen. Right. So I'm going to go in a different direction than you. I think that really what's going to happen is I think Vision will stay dead. I don't think you will see Vision after Wanda Vision is over. So I think he stays dead. I don't think that Wanda will have the power to resuscitate him. That's number 1. Number 2, I do think that there is some sort of external force, um potentially Agnes, the character Agnes. Um a lot of people have been saying that she's probably Agatha Harkness, which is a uh, a witch figure in the in the MCU. Um I think there's something there, there's something more sinister at play. Um, I think there's a potential for Mephisto to be mentioned. If not outright, he's a villain at the end of this. Um, But I think ultimately Wanda turns into the bad guy. And I think Doctor Strange's movie is not going to have Wanda as a protagonist. I think Wanda is going to be the antagonist. Isn't that what I said?
1: You said protagonist. No, that's because I'm confusing what the (laughs) word (laughs) means. What this? She's the bad guy. I said said she's the bad guy. She becomes a bad guy. I said she's the bad guy. I just (laughs) said the wrong antagonist. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, then we're we're similar. We're similar. We're we're similar. But I think that. But I I think it has to do with multiverse stuff, and maybe Mephisto's manipulating her to bring it into
2: this there's too many things that are aim like associated that i just yeah i i have to believe that there's something else at play oh
1: i also think the um the x-men guy who played um pietro who played evan Evan peters evan peters i think he's going to be speed i think by the end of wandavision um billy and tommy will be basically like full-grown mcu characters well there'll be uh, and Speed I and think, Wick- i think Yep, right? yeah i think evan yeah. peters is gonna play speed not quicksilver resuscitated so you think it, they're just gonna
0: bring him back to be a doppelganger kid of his uncle
1: um well yeah but they're not really doppelgangers right but he just has gonna... the same powers as his uncle but that's but he'll look exactly like marvel. his uncle that's just marvel
2: so you think that
1: what's happening okay.
2: inside of westview is real so there are real babies that were born um and these I are think real it characters.
1: has yeah. I, I think okay. it has real world ramifications. Obviously it's, you know, fake reality. It's manipulated reality, but I think those babies will I mean think about how fast they were born. So I think they're gonna mature over the course of the next few episodes and will be the young Avengers in the coming phase. All right, okay. Let's let's have Clark go.
0: Okay. Well, I don't I don't have as much uh <laughs> I haven't had as much time to think about this as you guys, because I just watched this over my lunch break. Um, I don't have as many far-reaching predictions beyond the show. But but I think w- when it comes to, like, these are the main things we're going to find out at the by the end of the show. Um, those are the things that, that I've been thinking about. And before ep- this episode, episode four, there was a lot that was left in the dark, right? Now, with episode four that's dropped, there's a lot more that we're cued into, um, and even like when you see the scene when Darcy and Jimmy Woo are trying to, you know, map out what's going on in this reality world television series thing, they have questions on the board and he writes some that say, uh, you know, is this reality? Um, is vision still alive? Like all the same questions that the audience have been, have been asked. is that
2: brilliant? What's it's up so with good. the hexagons?
0: Yeah. What's up with the hexagons? Yeah. Uh, I mean, just such a cool way to tie in all that. Um, so my own predictions are essentially that uh, if I'm if I'm thinking about how this is being set up, what's going on, this is some form of creation of Wanda's of her like uh, you know caving in on herself over her grief grief over Vision. That's why you get that split second view of Vision with his head smashed in Super at creepy. the end. So great, right. but awesome. Right. Um, and so that's part of what's created. And also, you know, Monica Rambeau tells us at the end it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. Um, so we kind of know this is her world that she's created out of some grief similar to house of M. But I think that there's someone pulling the strings. And what I think is it's either aim or to me, maybe more Hydra because of all the dropping cues right. of Hydra in the those commercials in the commercial breaks. Right. Um, And so there's some Hydra figure that's gonna be revealed to be pulling the strings on this. Uh, And so I don't think Wanda will be, it's all her fault. I think this is like a result of her grief, but Hydra is doing some manipulation of some sort to cause it. Uh, Whether for experimentation purposes, to regain some power for them as Hydra and come on the map again as a powerful force, uh, and that will set up some sort of antagonist for future MCU movies. Because we know Hydra's not gone. They're still around. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier will most likely deal with a little bit of that at least. Um, so that's part of my prediction. I don't, I don't think I'm willing to go so far and say that Wando will become the antagonist. So that's where I would veer from you guys. And maybe that's the one thing that will get me to lose this bet, but I don't think they're going to turn her into the villain. I think they're going to make her responsible for a lot of catastrophe, whether that's creating mutants or the multiverse. I think that's very plausible but I'm not anticipating her to actually become the villain.
1: Oh, see, I don't think Hydra's really behind it.
0: You think that's just a relic of her memories?
1: I think that there's someone pulling the strings and manipulating her into this stuff and using her baggage and PTSD against her.
0: And you think that's the outside character we've I not yet like seen Mephisto in the MCU? Mephisto
1: or Agatha Harkness, Agnes or, or someone. Right.
0: Okay. So what
1: happens if... Kevin and I are both wrong because we both kind of have the same prediction about it. Then I
0: win. Clark's going to choose a scary movie
2: for us. Let's be honest. He's going to make us watch some crazy horror movie. Maybe watch Saw or something. We're going
0: to pee in our pants and it's not going to be fun. And I'll make you watch it because we'll have to have an episode about it after we discuss it. (laughs) Exactly. It'll be worse if it's like a
2: 20-episode TV
0: show. (laughs) But I think the multiverse theory is interesting. Like, that's, I do think that's something that is very plausible because they've teased it with um, Spider Man, Far yep. From Home, but it yep. was like fake, right? It wasn't a- well, actuality. And you know the multiple Spider Man are
1: coming in the next one.
0: Right. So there's obviously going to be a multiverse. We know that even from the Doctor Strange titled film. Um, but they haven't explained yet. I mean, unless they actually use that explanation that, um, the fake Mysterio, or Mysterio gave in Far From Home, which was just his cover up. But unless they use that as like an actual way of ex- describing the multiverse, but in that case, then the multiverse is already there, and Wanda's is not responsible for creating it. So we'll have to see.
1: Or is she not creating it, but is she creating
2: portals? creating portals? To, yeah, or unlocking the multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Um, I do think though that if it's definitely, if it's not Hydra, it's definitely AIM. I mean, there's just too many things that are tying into it, and then in episode four, Monica Rambo's boss, the uh, interim director guy, dude, that guy's bad guy written all over. <laughs> yeah, me. totally. Yeah, like, he's not a good guy. Like, I will no. be so shocked if he ends up being a good guy cause he's
0: he's some plant within Sword to usurp it and take power of some sort. Something. Well, because in the in the comics, isn't Sword
1: kind of like a hybrid of? shields and hydra. Yeah, they're like they, like and, they're not really th- good, th- but they're, not they're not good bad, guys, right? But they're
0: It's ambiguous. Yeah. They kind of straddle they that. They're just like, be- there. And they do whatever
2: the heck they want. I don't know enough about Sword from the comic books, but just the commercials and again, the beekeeper, uh all of that. Just, there's there's definitely like they've this show is such a good job of raising mystery and like so many questions. Yeah, I'm just excited that we get to talk about this. <laughs> we yeah, get to actually have something. But so I'm gonna take a pragmatic approach too, and I'm also gonna say like Falcon and Winter Soldier is the show after this, and then Loki's the show that's after this that one, right? Uh huh. So Falcon and Winter, so Loki can take place anywhere. That's gonna be like a galaxy-spanning thing, right? Falcon and Winter Soldier take place in this timeline, and so the question is: Is it gonna be stuff that happens? It has to be after Endgame because Captain America gave him the shield, right? Right. So the idea is like, do the events of WandaVision tie into Falcon and Winter Soldier at all? Or are we talking about things that happen simultaneously? I mean, I, this is technically yeah. only happening
0: in a corner of New Jersey. But presumably we'll have ramifications for the entire MCU. Yeah. I, I'm i going to assume because these both of these films, um, series were produced and filmed at the same time, simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to assume is these are going to act as... Standalones, yeah, with ramifications like results that have ramifications on the MCU as a whole, but they're not going to deal with them in each series. Um, they're going to leave that. I think they're going to leave that to the movies now,
1: yeah. I think they'll only tie in together in the movie. In the movies, yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: That's my hunch of what they're doing.
1: I also think that Black Widow has nothing to do with nothing <laughs>
0: because. Because she dies
1: before well, the movie comes out. Well, and because like if they keep punting it and then like it was supposed to be out a year ago.
0: Right. Yeah. So
1: if they can just punt it a whole year and still release these, you know, T V shows It has to without be some messing sort of the isolated. Timeline, right. Like and then there's still rumors that it might get postponed again still. Yeah, it doesn't look which like Which would it's be gonna, miserable. Yeah. Like, there clearly can't be any significant impact in the storyline of the MCU that affects the timeline of anything. But
0: aren't, aren't we supposed to see Black Widow's replacement in the win- yeah. Winter Soldier and Falcon series? That's oh. the rumor. Oh. Okay. So that was supposed to set up Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, maybe at least just from a character development side where she steps in now and partners with them. But that's well, the rumor. Well, because the timeline of
2: Black Widow is before the movie, endgame, right, chronologically. Right, right. right. So in that sense, I feel like that's the movie they can punt from a timeline perspective. So, I But know. then
0: if Falcon Winter Soldier comes out before that movie and we're introduced to this character, we have no context yeah. for...
1: Do they remove her from that then? Because it hasn't come out? They could have. Unless that's, they... That stinks for what's her name Florence Pugh or whatever
0: unless they splice in some sort of flashback that's a nod to the movie just to give us like a brief context then we'll learn more about her in the a nod to a
2: movie that we haven't seen yet maybe it's possible you can just add in like who is this lady oh she's blah 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 then just move on yeah like (laughs) versus we already know who she is like a (laughs) or they could
1: just be like please (laughs) we know that all you comic geeks already know about who she is (laughs)
0: We don't have do to that. explain ourselves at all.
1: We know that you've been watching these trailers. We're Marvel
0: Studios. We can do whatever the heck we want. Or they just call her the the Black Widow and they move on. I guess that's possible too. And we just have to wait until the movie to understand her more. Maybe. Yeah.
2: But man, I I love this that we get to do this versus. In a weird way, like Disney plus has allowed us to have these kinds of mysteries and stuff versus like it's just movies right right right, and then the the tag in the the at the, at the end of the movie leads to speculation for what's happening next versus what's happening now, where there's like all of this conversation, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: it's the ongoing timeline that agents of Shield was supposed to give us, but <laughs> oh never <my> gosh. did. <laughs> Which so disappointingly never gave us that. Did you watch all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I, I watched all of it, yes, in its entirety. Did you I really? had, to. Oh I had gosh. to. I had
1: to. I had to. I couldn't not watch that. You didn't that. have to. Oh no, I, yeah, had I to. say
2: you didn't have to.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I quit when they went to space, and I was like, all oh, right, this is... So when they veered this off... This is getting weird. When they completely veered off when they went to space, I was like, eh, I took a break. But then when they... I took a break for like a whole season. But then when they revived it, for the last two seasons, there was rumors that it was good again. So I was like, ah, I guess I have to catch up so I can watch these last couple seasons that are good again. No. And it was
1: were the rumors wrong?
0: It there was some payoff. I wouldn't say it was great. Yeah, all right, though the rumors were wrong. It it was satisfying. <laughs> but Based I wouldn't on the say way you're saying that. I wouldn't uh, say you have to go watch it. No, I think no, Kevin. I think we quit at the right time. That's yeah. it's fine. Yeah, where you guys quit is fine. <laughs> the big Hydra reveal was worth it. After uh, um captain captain america's second film
2: oh yeah after winter soldier Soldier, was like what
0: the heck like that was worth it for sure yeah but then after that it was just it was on its own no good yeah (laughs) and okay i I know this is not about agents of shield but i just gotta rant about this a little bit the fact that they didn't deal with the snap at all was really stupid terrible Like, there was so much potential with that show to deal with the boots on the ground issues of the snap, and they just botched that. That was a complete missed opportunity. All right, so spoilers for Agents of Shield, do they just not mention it? They don't mention it at
2: all.: So can't you say just the timeline for the show ends before? Yeah, and then Infinity it just is,
0: it's in its own isolated universe after that. Oh, which is really stupid, OK.
1: That is stupid. Yeah,
0: really, really stupid. I mean, they really broke the script of, you know, the MCU and the extended MCU universe with that, which was really disappointing. Well, anyways, rant over.
1: <laughs> all right, so, so, uh, again, a non-WandaVision question. We can skip this if we if we want. Um, the Marvel Defenders series, people. What do we think about them possibly being included in MCU? Who do you think should be? Who do you think shouldn't be? How do you think they might show up?
0: And the the revival of some of those characters yeah. into the MCU? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, mm, for me, the only one I would really want to see again is Daredevil. Because I thought that was the only show that was done really well worth doing it again. The other ones were decent. Uh, Iron Fist was horrible. But the other ones were just mildly entertaining. Luke Cage was good, man. That first season, honestly. It was good. I think it was better than
2: the second and third season of Daredevil.
0: But again, for me, from an MCU standpoint, like it was good as a show. But as an MCU show, I wouldn't have much interest to see that revived again. And tie into the greater universe.
2: Well... The multiverse stuff will allow that stuff to exist without and having to it. Yeah, without <laughs> having to like, go back. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, there's yeah. a rumor that Charlie Cox is going to, the Daredevil is going to be in the Spider Man, the next Spider Man. Yeah, there is it's a rumor. It's super on weird.
0: That. Yes.
2: Yes.
1: And rumor that the multiverse is going to allow Sony to use all of their X Men and Spider Man films as multiverses. Right. So they can justify and direct their Marvel that. stuff and hop on the Marvel bandwagon without having those all be completely yeah. cast aside. Yeah.
0: Which I I'm weary of that because I don't want it to get into like the Star Wars territory where they I just don't. retcon everything.
1: I think that's their negotiating yeah. to be able to keep Spider Man. Look, when,
2: when Luke Skywalker yeah. appears at the end of One Division, just know like oh, we haven't discussed that
0: Disney synergy, guys. We never discussed the finale of Mandalorian. We didn't. Did we? we didn't. We still have yet to do that, but maybe the moment's passed for that. Well, I will just
2: say because I want it to be on record, I win. Mandalorian ended up being way more awesome than, than you guys gave and a credit Mike, for, him. and Mike lost.
0: <laughs> I definitely lost that one. <laughs> I was I was more neutral. I was I had high hopes, but I wasn't expecting it to be awesome. But it was awesome yeah. because it was literally it was the week amazing.
2: we recorded. You were like, it's so slow. They need to pick up the pace. The very and next the, episode. The very <laughs> like... next day, they released the Ahsoka Tano episode. And it was just like, and boom,
1: you guys boom, boom. Like, Mike, what do you like to... <laughs> Mike
0: recants. Recant,
1: that's the word. I was like, I recant. I recants. <laughs>
0: Okay, so but to bring it back to WandaVision, because that's what we're focusing yeah, on. So good. Let, let's talk about some of these specific questions that have still yet to be answered because like we said, episode four didn't really advance the plot, it just gave us more context for the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. So first question that Jimmy Woo writes up, is Vision alive or not?
2: I say he's dead. And this is a it's a it's a fabrication in Wanda's he's mind. He's dead. I think we get the confirmation of that. In episode four, when the when okay. you show that shot of him with the without the stone in his head, right, and I think he doesn't get revived at the end of this episode, and I think that's of of the episode. Or I of mean, of, the, of the, series. the series, the series, Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I I might be more with Mike on this. I feel like Vision has more story to be told. So I think they want to revive him to keep that going in some way, and I
1: think they just love Paul Bettany so stinking much. Uh, they're not yes, let him I, go. I will say after this—that's what I yeah think. after this TV series, dude, I would definitely love to see him more for sure. I think people have fallen in love with Vision so yes. much. I don't think they're gonna let that character stay dead. I
0: don't necessarily know though if she's gonna revive him. I still think there might be something with Shuri when she you know downloaded all of his mind mm-hmm. apart right. from the Soul Stone, right? At the end of uh, Infinity War, I think they might go back to that, revisit that, because that was a seed planted that they never talked yeah. about. Yeah, but I would, I would be really sad if Vision, if Paul Bettany and Vision do not continue after the series, I would be sad about that. Yeah,
1: and I think that there is a strong chance at the end of the series that he's still dead. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I think that she will find a way to bring him back, and again, that's where I think the byproduct of her. Doing something to bring him back will also create mutants. I think I don't know why. I just <laughs> if I was if Kevin Feige, call me up. Um, <laughs> you know, just throwing it out there. So um, I would, I will. But side I think with that would Mike be. A, I think that would be a really cool storyline yeah. of a byproduct to introduce mutants. Mutants, in. yeah. And I'll, i think that'd be actually, a actually cool way to do it.
0: I actually would agree with Mike on that because even though yes. Kevin, you you mentioned that the timeline of the Fox acquisition. And the licensing for mutants happened too recently. But knowing this is Marvel, they are known to rewrite scripts and shift directions, like even in the middle of production. Well, yeah, because right?
2: Spider-Man in um, Civil War was definitely like, they weren't sure that was going to be possible. Right. Because that deal with right. Sony was still taking place as they were writing the movies.
0: So. And then they inserted his movie in and it right. pushed the other movies back. Right. So, And they did that pretty quickly, I remember. Yeah. So... I think well, it's highly they possible. Film,
1: and they filmed the Captain Marvel and Endgame scenes before they even filmed Captain Marvel.
0: Right, right, right. So I—that's where I think the mutants thing is. I think that might happen. I don't—I don't know if it's necessarily going to happen, like you said, during the series. But we'll see that this has results for that.
2: Yeah. Because you know the other interesting thing too is like when you mentioned the Black Widow thing, Eternals was supposed to come out last November. Right. Yeah. So uh, Eternals, so. you know, that was supposed to have some pretty big ramifications for the universe too. But I mean right. at least with WandaVision, there doesn't seem to be anything unusual. But they could have again, I literally forgot Eternals things, was even a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> I know. So and, and that's they pushed that back a full year. So we're looking at in terms of movies, it's supposed to be Black Widow, right. Shang Chi, and then Eternals. Right, so clearly right. whatever was important. Uh, it's, it's not necessary for these other movies. Yeah. So do you think they're
1: making changes to the Eternal story to make it fit better into what they're doing now? Or do you think that it's just disconnected enough that they can punt it?
2: Well, because my theory was that if they were going to do anything with mutants, it would be some sort of mention. And I don't even think the word would have been mentioned, but I think the possibilities would have been seeded in Eternals. Because Eternals is going to go back in time. So Eternals doesn't take place. I don't think the movie is going to take place. Yeah. Or at least the, a large chunk of the movie is not going to take place in the current MCU timeline. Because right. It's going to go like mm-hmm. to the creation of Earth and blah, 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 and all that kind yeah, of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. So the it's idea gonna was. going to set up exactly, the entire so concept. Exactly. I felt like yeah. that could have set up a lot more with regards yeah. to this stuff. Yeah.
1: I saw something that said the, uh, the Hydra Soak commercial was a potential retcon for Wanda as a mutant where it says unlock the goddess within saying that instead of Strucker using the mind stone to give her powers that he used the mind stone to unlock her mutant potential within and that that Hydra Soak commercial was a potential
2: Easter. Interesting. Right I mean, that's such a, yeah, us. that's such an easy way to do it. So as long yeah. as you never say the word mutant, you can go back at any point and really insert that stuff in. So, yeah. so that's that's a smart thing I think on uh, the MCU's part, right? So that's why I feel like no show or no movie is going to mention the word mutants until until you get the go. movie actually, that yeah right. you get the movie or show that introduces mutants, right?
0: But this is where I also think because Marvel is so quick on their feet to adjust where they need to, like they are not, and this is why I think they've actually done so well. Is because they're not married to any one idea they've been so open to shifting directions that's why I think they are like they might change some things because of Covid and how it's you know messed up the timeline of releases. There might be little things that they'll either reshoot or add in into scripts and plot lines I mean even if you think about um like this this is one that is kind of missed the at the end of Iron Man Three, there was supposedly supposed to be an end credit scene where Iron Man takes off and goes to space and he was going to meet up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because that was simultaneously happening in the comics at the time where he joined with them. But they took that out completely. And there was a whole line of toys that came out with Iron Man in a spacesuit costume. They, they made it a big thing <laughs> um, across Hasbro, Funko. like cool. It was marketed as one of the yeah. main suits in the movie. But it never happened. Um, and so that to me, that showed that there was something that they were planning for this. And then they had a better idea for Guardians, so they scrapped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they went with that stupid therapy session with Bruce Banner. <laughs> but yeah, to me, that, that shows that they're willing to shift directions whenever they need. Yeah.
2: Um, speaking of production-like stuff because of COVID, uh, something interesting from, so from the second episode of WandaVision, uh, where they're doing the magic show. Um, that sequence, that scene was shot at the end of the production. So COVID had already happened by then. And so when you watch that scene, you see the way everybody is, the audience is sort of like spaced out on tables and stuff. Oh yeah. So Apparently that was COVID protocols, like part That's of it. Super cool. Which is an interesting little detail that yeah. they went back and they shot that. And they're all the like separate parts of the stage and everything. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's kind of distant. So yeah. little things like that. It's like, like one that. person per yeah. table. Yeah. Huh. that's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's slightly odd, but you're just like, oh, it's a tiny little town. But then if you yeah. know of like the timeline of when they shot that, you're like, oh, my gosh, that uh, totally makes sense that they did stuff like
0: that i just thought it was some way of showing how this is like a creepy little town right like, yeah totally <laughs> this exactly. is weird
2: yeah but i mean it works it totally works
1: yeah, yeah it did huh. <laughs> it's easier to space them out if they're sitting farther apart at tables with than, tables like, yeah their chairs are right just all separated and my favorite right, moment right, right.
2: is when that lady after uh the the hat uh floats and then Wanda makes mirrors appear. She's like, "Wait, is that how mirrors work?" <laughs> is that how work? mirrors work? Yeah. <laughs> just like, shut up, Clarice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those episodes were genuine. Like, there were genuine moments of comedy that made me laugh out yeah. loud. I just, yeah. I, I it love was that. Funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I will. I will give it that too. <laughs> okay, so so we've talked about Vision. Uh, are there is there another question we got to talk about here? specific that's going to hopefully be answered within the next few episodes all
2: right so this is a you know thanos to theos show so is jimmy Wu gonna mention that he's a youth pastor again? he's a youth pastor yes <laughs> we had to talk about this like will that happen i love his character by the way in this last episode four oh my gosh i was eating up everything he was saying He's so
1: lovable.
0: And yeah. I love that he's the voice that's talking to Wanda. Because yeah. I remember there was some talk that that was him, but I was like, that doesn't sound like him. Like, it sounds like someone that's a bit more, like, has grit in his voice, is what it <laughs> sounded like. But it's Jimmy Woo. I mean, that was so cool that they made him the front runner on that. I love
1: it. I think it'd be I think it'd be funny if they commented on, on like, him in some sly master. way like yes. oh
0: yeah my youth group blah 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 <laughs> yeah just an offhand comment about his youth group yeah that'd be amazing <laughs> having to be away from youth group for too many weeks in a row that that would be so good yeah
2: <laughs> and I love that again in another reference to the Thor movies. Um <laughs> Darcy's back and is like she's the one that unlocks the mystery. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, the Thor movies are the most important MCU oh, movies. Gosh. Guys. Oh gosh. <laughs>
0: I thought uh, it was funny
1: when they were like, Miss So and So, she's like doctor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, doctor. <laughs> yeah, just
1: the like the little things of character development. Yeah.
0: We're like, when did that happen? <laughs> yeah. When does she go back and get a doctorate in astrophysics?
2: But again, it works because we know these characters. We know time has right, passed. Right. We yep. know what they've been up to. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just this massive snowball. I mean, it's just going to get better and better, I think. It's, yeah. Because you're going to have these massive crossover TV episodes, lots of different characters going in and out. And I thought
1: she yeah. and Jimmy Wu were hilarious together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hope we see more of that.
0: Yeah. Some of their interactions. Yep. When I got to say if we haven't talked about this yet the the way this this episode 4 opened with the blip oh, the return so back good. from this I mean I texted you guys right after it even while it was <laughs> happening I was like oh my gosh what's happening <laughs> I just, I just didn't see that coming at all. And the fact that they made it more of like a traumatic thing, right? Not this like joyous thing, because it makes total sense. Like people appearing out of nowhere again and people freaking out, like what is happening? Right. right. Um, and dealing with, I mean, even though we got just such a small glimpse into it, just being reminded that there's some trauma that's going in into this, what we saw as a triumphant event, but for all these people on the ground individuals had a lot of just uh, personal trauma dealt with that.
2: Yeah, because like in Far From Home... Like it's played off kind of like a joke, like when the band right, when right. the band
0: reappears and people get
2: hit with the baseball or the oh, and basketball like, and
0: stuff, and that young Asian kid now being all grown oh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: they do mention it like that, but then it's kind of quickly glossed over. Yeah. But yeah. the way, yeah, the way this episode opens, just imagine all the trauma. And like five years have passed, lots of other people have gone through lots of changes. Like that one guy's like, "Do you do you know my wife? Like, do
0: you have a phone? Like, I need to call right. her right away." It's just like, "Yeah, holy
2: smokes!" Just the chaos.
0: Yeah. And that this opening moment, this was a, I almost like forgot I've been watching an MCU series mm-hmm. because you know it's a series we've never seen this before. But that one moment reminded me like this is MCU caliber TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like just the effects, the way they dealt with it, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is this is so great seeing the level of storytelling and production from the movies in a yeah. series form.
2: And yeah, the the voices so too at the beginning, if you watch it with subtitles, it's um, Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau. Like, they're talking right, to right. her, and then right, she wakes right, right. up in the midst of that. And I was just like, oh, man, this is crazy. Right. It
1: also answers the question of people returning back in the same place where they got snapped from, uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: which, you know, I know the there's whole, lots whole, like, problems. Like, what about people
1: who were in airplanes? Like- <laughs>
2: <laughs> or or the SWORD agents that were in space. <laughs> and yeah. that ship is
0: now gone.
2: Yeah, like, it's just, ugh, man, there's, there's a lot of mess that needs
0: to be cleaned the, up. There's,
2: there's so many questions.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's cool that they open the door to that and they can even talk about that and yeah. discuss even... It just opens the door for more potential to even go back and revisit some of that in the future yeah. series, which I didn't yeah. even anticipate as I was watching this show. Yeah,
1: it was like a, a reverse Hawkeye's family disappearing. Right. Opening.
0: Yeah. It just punches you in the gut. Yeah. Any other questions we want to hit before we close out?
2: Oh, who do you, who do we think is the ultimate villain of the show? Because right now there's no there's no villain in the show. So the choices are, if this is, because um, Monica Rambeau says at the end, like, it's all Wanda. It's all Wanda. Right. So are we taking that at, do you take that at face value? No. If this is all Wanda, or is there somebody else behind this? That's her
1: perspective. There could be more to it than she realizes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I've already put my cards out. Like, I think ultimately it is going to be revealed that it's either AIM or Mephisto. Clark says Hydra. I say AIM or Hydra. AIM or Hydra. Okay actually in the comic books aim and hydra aim is a part of hydra yeah right yeah okay
0: well they they have partnerships along the way
2: okay yeah i read this other crazy thing that modok is like because modok is uh the leader of aim right
0: yes yeah okay
2: so that there's also some subtle things to modok as i well, i have heard that as well which is so yeah. weird because he's the weirdest <laughs> like, he's such
0: a so weird, weird yeah he's such a weird villain <laughs>
1: I have a hard time picturing them bringing MODOK in anytime soon just because he's such a weird character.
2: He works as a a Guardians character, character, but I feel like he doesn't work with this show.
0: But, okay, you guys, so for any of those of you out there who played the um, Miles Morales Spider-Man game on PS4, PS5, they do a really good job of setting up the villain as MODOK. And it's kind of in a way where you... You don't really see it coming because he starts off as a normal man. Um, so if they can do something like that, I think it could be really compelling. But that, oh. that's going to require probably like a movie level development. Because, you know, they're doing a Modoc
2: uh, Hulu show. That's right. It's an animated show, and it's kind that's of right. like a Simpsons Family Guy-ish type thing. It's really weird that's right um, that's but it right. is
0: marvel that's producing it not like but that won't be tied into the MCU. And no it won't be, no but, yeah. but, but
2: that's the probably to
1: introduce him so then they can bring him in like three right. or four years down the road
2: yeah, yeah that's yeah. my guess like get popular yeah. culture to understand yeah. who this guy is yeah So if they go the route that they did with the game, I think it could be really, really interesting. I'm still convinced Mephisto makes more sense than Modok, Mm. but now that you said that Modok was a bad guy in the PS4, what the like? I'm like my mind is blown right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. If anything, just go watch like a recap video about it uh, with all the cutscenes. It's it's pretty interesting how they do it. That's awesome. Wow,
1: you're like a next level geek.
0: I mean that game was so worth it. It's 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 short, but man. Hey, he watched so all well of done. Agents of Shield. I watched all of like... Agents of Shield, man. He, so deserves, just... he
2: deserves a medal. Like it's true. It's true.
0: I've wa- I've literally watched, watched or played everything tied to Marvel in the last like 10 years. Wow. I can't decide if yeah. that's
1: impressive or, or sad. The opposite. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: probably more sad. I-, I watched both seasons of Iron Fist. It was very hard to get through. but Ooh, I, I started watching Iron Fist. I couldn't do Iron Fist.
2: I had to do, do it. Fist.
0: I had to do it. It was painful, but I had to. <laughs> Thanks See, for taking one for didn't the team. Watch,
1: I didn't watch much of those ones, though.
0: Man, I yeah. almost I almost think if Clark wins this whole thing, that me and Mike have to watch Iron Fist. <laughs> 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 I, I put Iron Fist on for those days when I was sick at home and couldn't do anything but sit in front of the TV but was half paying attention because I mean and out of sleep. <laughs> You don't want
2: to watch anything too good. Yes, because I
0: can't fully pay attention.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, yeah, those those were bad. Those they were bad. terrible. What about the uh, PS4 uh, Avengers game? I played that one. It was because it's super repetitive.
0: Little, That's what I It was a little saying. disappointing, but uh, again, I had to do it.
2: Anything from a storyline perspective? Because they were trying to make a whole <sighs> universe around that game too. At some point,
0: they were it. There, it, it was okay. Uh, Yeah, it was okay. Nothing in that storyline that was all that compelling or interesting. Got it. Unfortunately. Hey, well, thanks again for joining in to this episode of Thanos to Theos. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope you're hanging in there with both COVID. And as we just get back to some sort of normalcy, now that the MCU is back in our lives, we can breathe a sense of relief and also that we have Jesus and we can, you know, come back to church soon, hopefully. But In addition to that, uh, we'd love for you to check us out on Twitter or Instagram at at ThanosToTheos or email us with any questions or comments, Theos at gmail.com. If you want more grace-filled, gospel-centered, Bible-saturated resources, again, check out the Rooted website, www.rootedministry.com. See you guys. Wash your hands. Thanks for listening to this episode of Thanos To Theos, part
2: of the Rooted Network family of podcasts. For more resources designed to equip and encourage you to faithfully disciple students towards lifelong faith in Jesus Christ, be sure to find Rooted on the web at www.rootedministry.com.